Today is October the 9th. Today we see the reign of King Asa. Reading through the Bible in a year today, I'd like you to read 2 Chronicles 14 to 16. All of these chapters deals with King Asa. King Asa was a good king. He not only reigned well, but uh, he brought about several religious reforms that were needed as Judah had strayed from the worship of the Lord. Asa brought them back. Well, uh, Asa's end is uh, just what's uh, recorded in uh, 1 Kings. He enters into a war. Uh, one of the things that Chronicles mentions that's new material is that Asa entered into a war with the nation of Ethiopia. He uh, actually defeated the army of Ethiopia. But uh, by the end... Uh, Asa ends up dying in battle. Um, the end of Asa is recorded in uh, chapter 16. Enjoy today as you read 2 Chronicles chapters 14 to 16. 2 Chronicles 14 through 16, New Living Translation, 2 Chronicles 14. When Abisha died, he was buried in the city of David, then his son Asha became the next king. There was peace in the land for ten years. Asa did what was pleasing and good in the sight of the Lord his God. He removed the foreign altars and the pagan shrines. He smashed the sacred pillars and cut down the Asherah poles. He commanded the people of Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and obey his law and his commands. Asa also removed the pagan shrines as well as the incense altars from every one of Judah's towns. So Asa's kingdom enjoyed a period of peace. During those peaceful years, he was able to build up the fortified town of Judah. No one tried to make war against him at this time, for the Lord was giving him rest from his enemies. Asa told the people of Judah, Let us build towns and fortify them with walls, towers, gates, and bars. The land is still ours because we sought the Lord our God, and he has given us peace on every side. So they went ahead with these projects and brought them to completion. King Asa had an army of 300,000 warriors from the tribe of Judah, armed with large shields and spears. He also had an army of 280,000 warriors from the tribe of Benjamin, armed with small shields and bows. Both armies were composed of well-trained fighting men. Once an Ethiopian named Zira attacked Judah with an army of one million men and three hundred chariots. They advanced to the town of Marisha. So Asa deployed his army for battle in the valley north of Mesha. Then Asa cried out to the Lord his God, O Lord, no one but you can help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, O Lord our God, for we trust in you alone. It is in your name that we have come against this vast horde. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let mere man prevail against you. So the Lord defeated the Ethiopians in the presence of Asa and the army of Judah, and the enemy fled. Asha and his army pursued them as far as Gerar. 
and so many Ethiopians fell that they were unable to rally. They were destroyed by the Lord and his army, and the army of Judah carried off a vast amount of plunder. While they were at Gerar, they attacked all the towns in that area, and terror of the Lord came upon the people there. As a result, a vast amount of plunder was taken from these towns too. They attacked the camps of herdsmen and captured many sheep, goats, and camels before finally returning to Jerusalem. Second Chronicles 15 Then the Spirit of God came upon Azariah the son of Oded, and he went out to meet King Asa as he was returning from the battle. Listen to me, Asa, he shouted. Listen, all you people of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. Whenever you seek him, you will find him. But if you abandon him, he will abandon you. For a long time Israel was without the true God, without a priest to teach them, and without the law to instruct them. But whenever they were in trouble, and turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him out, they found him. During those dark times it was not safe to travel. Problems troubled the people of every land. Nation fought against nation, and city against city. For God was troubling them with every kind of problem. But as for you, be strong and courageous, for your work will be rewarded. When Asa heard this message from Azariah the prophet, he took courage and removed the detestable idols from the land of Judah and Benjamin, and in the towns he had captured in the hill country of Ephraim. And he repaired the altar of the Lord, which stood in front of the entry room of the Lord's temple. Then Asa called together all the people of Judah and Benjamin, along with the people of Ephraim, Manasseh, and Simeon, who had settled among them. For many from Israel had moved to Judah during Asa's reign, when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. The people gathered at Jerusalem in late spring, during the fifteenth year of Asa's reign. On that day they sacrificed to the Lord seven hundred cattle and seven thousand sheep and goats from the plunder they had taken in battle. Then they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, with all their heart and soul. They agreed that everyone who refused to seek the Lord, the God of Israel, would be put to death, whether young or old, man or woman. They shouted out their oath of loyalty to the Lord, with trumpets blaring and ram's horns sounding. All in Judah were happy about this covenant, for they had entered into it with all their heart. They earnestly sought after God, and they found him. And the Lord gave them rest from their enemies on every side. King Asa even deposed his grandmother Maacah from her position as queen mother, because she had made an obscene Asherah pole. He cut down her obscene pole, broke it up, and burned it in the Kidron Valley. Although the pagan shrines were not removed from Israel, Asa's heart remained completely faithful throughout his life. He brought into the temple of God the silver and gold and various items that he and his father had dedicated. So there was no more war until the thirty-fifth year of Asa's reign. Second Chronicles 16 On the thirty-sixth year of Asa's reign, King Basha of Israel invaded Judah and fortified Ramah in order to prevent anyone from entering or leaving King Asa's territory in Judah. Asa responded by removing the silver and gold from the treasuries of the temple of the Lord and the royal palace. He sent it to King Ben-Hadad of Aram, who was ruling in Damascus, along with this message, Let there be a treaty between you and me like the one between your father and my father. See, I am sending you silver and gold. Break your treaty with King Basha of Israel, so that he will leave me alone. 
Ben-Hadad agreed to Asha's request and sent the commanders of his army to attack the towns of Israel. They conquered the towns of Aijan, Dan, Abelbeth, Maeka, and all the store cities in Naphtali. As soon as Baasha of Israel heard what was happening, he abandoned his project of fortifying Ramah and stopped all work on it. Then King Asha called out all the men of Judah to carry away the building stones and timbers that Baasha had been using to fortify Ramah. Asha used these materials to fortify the towns of Geba and Mizpah. At that time, Hanani the seer came to King Asha and told him, Because you have put your trust in the king of Aram instead of the Lord your God, you missed your chance to destroy the army of the king of Aram. Don't you remember what happened to the Ethiopians and Libyans and their vast army with all their chariots and charioteers? At that time, you relied on the Lord, and he handed them over to you. The eyes of the Lord searched the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts were fully committed to him. What a fool you have been! From now on, you will be at war. Asha became so angry with Hanani for saying this that he threw him into prison and put him in stocks. At that time, Asha also began to oppress some of his people. The rest of the events of Asha's reign, from the beginning to end, are recorded in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. In the thirty-ninth year of his reign, Asha developed a serious foot disease. Yet even with the severity of his disease, he did not seek the Lord's help, but turned only to his physicians. So he died in the forty-first year of his reign. He was buried in the tomb he had carved out for himself in the city of David. He was laid on the bed perfumed with sweet spices and fragrant ointments, and the people built a huge funeral fire in his honor. Scripture reading by Emily Herrera. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. If you live in the Greenwood, Indiana area and you're looking for a church, we'd love for you to come and check out New Hope Church. We're at 5307 West Fairview Road. Our morning worship on Sunday starts at 10 a.m. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.